that time again. Time to assemble the panel. Topics worthy of discussion. I hope that uh, the two of you who are here, one is we're still awaiting, um, didn't have to uh, fight the rain. It, it was looking very black outside uh, the window a couple of minutes ago, and now it's coming down sideways. And let me tell you, from where I'm sitting, it's really hard to see that, but I'll say no more about that. Let's welcome uh, the panel. <laughs> Alyssa, you thought that was I funny, see you, Alyssa. Peter. I, I see you. you. Alyssa Freeman is a public relations strategist and, and PR and pop culture media expert. Hi, Alyssa. How are you doing? Hello, Peter. Good to have you here. And Kevin Gaudet uh, joins us Tuesdays every week, president of Bright Point Strategy, formerly Canadian Taxpayers Federation, one-time colleague in arms fighting the fight for the PC party. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, Peter. I managed to dodge between the raindrops to get in. Well, you're a thin guy. Uh, anyway, take, fast, take a look out the window now. It's coming down <laughs> tropically, man. <laughs> so maybe maybe by the time we're through this uh, this next 40 minutes, it will have moved on because I, I just for the people out there, I, I have an app that is uh, real-time radar just because I'm a flyer and I'm interested in that stuff. And this stuff is in cells. So the one that's uh, hitting Chorus Key right now isn't necessarily anywhere near, say, Mississauga. But by the time um, you two leave the studio, um, you, you might be walking in sunshine. It's, uh, it's just an odd night, and it's going to keep going like that for a while. want to get into the subjects. Uh, let's take a look at um, Andrew Shear. Andrew Shear, I, I say his name as often as I can because I get this, this general idea that um, Andrew Shear is one of those guys who he's a nice-looking guy. Uh, I haven't had the personal pleasure of meeting him. Maybe one of you have. Uh, he's the uh, the leader of the progressive uh, party, not the progressive, of the conservative party in Ottawa. And um, it's been announced that he is going to India to, quote, repair, unquote, the relationship uh, between Canada and India after the disastrous Trudeau trip. Does that make sense to you, Kevin? <clears throat> I think this is a standard and good political move for a leader of the opposition who's looking for some optics. He's trying to raise his profile. He's trying to look pri prime ministerial on the international stage. He's chosen a country that uh, has a good affiliation and relationship to a target voter base and on an issue where the prime minister was weak given his failed or poor performance in India. So uh, I would suggest from a from a optics move that this is, gets, say, check marks and stars all across the board for, for Mr. Shear. I get that general impression, too, and I, and I bet you that, uh, with all due respect to uh, our Indian friends, uh, I, I don't think that Trudeau did himself any favors when he packed uh, an entire ensemble of, uh, of Indian clothes and learned how to do Indian dances, because I don't think that's what's expected from a Canadian prime minister. Uh, and, and so the, the idea of repair is a good idea, and the PR seems to strike a chord, but uh, our PR specialist is you, Alyssa. Well, you stole my line about the about the clothes there, Peter. So uh, you're absolutely right, and I think that anything that Andrew Shear does will be uh, above and beyond what Trudeau did or did not do. And and I agree with Kevin. This is a super savvy political PR move, and it also might set the tone for how Andrew Shear hopes to raise his profile. And you brought up an interesting, um, you know, issue in your intro to this, Peter, when you said, you know, I want to say his name over and over again because. 
I don't think he does have that profile. And I don't think anybody's had done the numbers on, you know, does anybody know who Andrew Shear is? <laughs> but it, it might be a good question. And I think that this is a great way to do it. It does put him on the international stage. He gets to kind of rewrite the narrative because there was a really bad one coming out of it. So, and if I think that this is the conservative strategy to kind of jump on the Trudeau faux pas, it could be a very interesting pre-election season. And one, well, of, the, you know, one of the first, sorry, Peter, one of the first things I'll be looking for is is who meets the uh, Mr. Shear oh, at yes. the airport? And are they that, a criminal? To, to remote, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was really good. <laughs> I wasn't exactly going to bring that up, but we, we but could I table can. that too. Um, <laughs> there was an issue with Prime Minister Trudeau attending because Prime Minister Modi didn't meet him, greet him at the airport, and there was a, a protocol issue and an awareness issue, uh, an implied insult or snub. So I'll be curious to see what Mr. Shear actually gets to accomplish, and this relates to, you know, he, he has to not screw it up, obviously, and, and he's got potential here to get uh, some benefits. Which really makes the interesting part about this will be the photo op. And that is really, and I know that sounds very superficial, but honestly, I think that that is a big part of the strategy is the photo op. And Kevin makes it puts, makes another great point in who's going to greet him, get that photo op early, because by the time the Prime Minister actually did meet him, it was about, I don't know, six, seven days in. So this photo op is going to become all important. And, you know, Canadians... They see. They may not look below the surface, but they know what they see. And so I think that that's going to be a big part of the strategy. Okay, just to, to make mention, uh, I want to stay with the subject for a minute, but I want to make mention that uh, down at the, uh, the base of downtown, it's coming down in buckets. So remember we talked about 10 to 15 millimeters of rain not being a lot, but if it comes down really fast, you can experience flooding. I have a feeling if it goes like this much longer, uh, there are going to be some people who have some problems. Just wanted to bring that up. So uh, if you're out there, please, please, please be very careful. It's hard to see and hard to get around. So back to uh, Narendra Modi and uh, the, the potential photo op. Uh, I think that that's what they're looking for. And, and I might uh, point out, Kevin, and you would be very well aware of this, I think you both are, that um, back when there was a fellow named Patrick Brown leading the provincial conservatives, he was very friendly with Mr. Modi, and uh, he uh, met with him both in Canada and in India, and uh, it did him uh, a great deal of good uh, in the uh, the western suburbs like Brampton and so forth, and I'm sure uh, if you're going on a national scale, you're looking at places like Surrey, B.C. So uh, I, I think that this is a good idea, and I also think that uh, this being the end of August, we're looking at uh, about a month a month and a half before we're into October, which is that famous year before the election. And in Canadian politics, is it fair to say, Kevin, that once you get inside the year, you're into uh, soft election time? Uh, one pr probably could argue that two minutes after the last election occurred, you were in soft election time. Uh, but definitely within the, the, the window, within the last 12 months, obviously, gets gets more and more important. And with respect to Alyssa's point regarding the photo ops and your point, Peter, regarding the target markets, uh, even though this occurs and this trip occurs and, you know, if people aren't even paying attention to the news, uh, with modern digital media and narrow casting, uh, the opportunity for the party to take the information they want, be it video, be it pictures, and to store that and use it appropriately during targeted election campaigns uh, and an ongoing communication campaign. So um, regardless of whether or not it gets a lot of broad 
media pickup, although one could expect it might, but even if it doesn't, there'll be plenty of material for them to use from an electoral perspective. Absolutely. I would, I would also say that, you know, we are now in the doldrums of August, and from uh-huh. a media pitching and media relations perspective, you know, sometimes I have reporters calling me and say, do you know anything? Do you have anything happening? Do you have a story? Sometimes I do, sometimes <laughs> I don't. So these two weeks before Labor Day is often a media drought. So, you know, this That's trip- why we have to think up topics for this se- segment. <laughs> Well, it was sort of a drought now looking out the window, but, you know, this also has a great chance of being covered as well as fitting in with an ongoing narrative. All right. Let me welcome Kristen Carmichael Greb, who uh, braved the rain to make it and was slightly late. Hi, Kristen. Hi. How are you? Uh, Good. And I'm going to throw one at you since uh, you're sitting there and uh, and we're just finishing up this topic. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think you you caught the general gist. Uh, It has to do with Andrew Scheer going to uh, India, Mm -hmm. ostensibly to repair the relationship after the disastrous, quote-unquote, Trudeau trip. Good idea? Um, Yeah, I think any time a leader can build their profile internationally, uh, when they're running to be leader of a country, it's a good idea to to do that. Um, It it just will help him going into the next year into an election uh, make himself more well-known. Okay, well, that, that uh, does this segment. We're going to take a break and come back and deal with some more topics. Alyssa Freeman, Kevin Gaudet, Kristen Carmichael Greb, all joining us here on Topics Worthy of Discussion, and Peter Sherman with you on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.